You're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk podcast. 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 You're listening to the Old Guys Talk Metal and Sometimes Punk podcast. Indeed you are. So what do you got today for me? 2021 in review. 2021 in review in metal, hopefully? <laughs> They're all metal. It's all metal. It's not like pop or anything like that. It's or, punk and metal. I mean, give me a it's break, It's not man. like emo or... <laughs> Why would I do that? I would it, never do emo. You know me. Okay. Would I ever or, do emo? Or EDM. <laughs> oh, God. I want to hear about it. Okay, 2021, the year in review in metal. I love it. It's I just, great. I just, I just want to throw something out there. This is the end of the year. It is. It is. We're coming on to the new years. Another year, 2022, coming up. I want to throw out the most shocking and weird stories that happened yes. in metal. Let's reflect In back. 2021, yeah. Reflect back this weird and wonderful year in heavy metal. Yeah, and I'm not talking COVID. COVID will not exist in this conversation. No, that's fantastic. We just put it in there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we already said it, so it's a done deal. So let's let's get it, let's kick it off, man. Give me, a, give me the first one, first great moment in 2021 in metal. Should I start with six or number one? I'm going to start with number, number one. Number nine, number six. Really? We, we work our way with number one. I want to hear number six first, yeah. Okay. Sure, we're working our way up to it. It's fine. All right. You know, we'll get there eventually, people. So hang in there. Number six. Yeah? Give it to me. What do you got? Courtney Kardashian wears Cannibal Corpse long sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> internet flips out. I flipped out. What are you talking about? The internet. I flipped out when I saw it. <laughs> This is like Justin Bieber wearing an Iron Maiden t-shirt. It's worse. It's not right, dude. Justin Bieber doesn't puff his lips I up. can see Justin Bieber maybe wearing a Nelson shirt. <laughs> can I read it? Yes, go Just ahead. Just give me a minute. I know, okay. you're, I know you're hyper, dude. Just calm down. I don't down. want to talk. I brought the Nelsons into, into it already. The Nelson twins into it already. <laughs> I know. I know you did. All right, go ahead. All right. All right. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> The Kardashians are no strangers to metal fashion. Oh, you sh- yeah. Kim wearing a Morbid Angel shirt. Yeah, I saw that too. Which resulted <laughs> in a run on the band's merch. A big run on the band's merch. Oh, no. The Courtney repping Metallica. <sighs> well, that's okay, I suppose. All right. To one of the Jenner brethren sporting a Megadeth tee. Mm. These things have happened. Yes. This much is certain. It's mainstream cool to wear metal shirts again, as if we didn't already know. <laughs> Shit, I'd known that for years. <laughs> that's, all Tor- I've got, Tor- that's all I've got in my closet is metal shirts. That's it. It's going to be okay. It won't be okay. It's, it's be already okay. gone bad. Chloe apparently hasn't, hasn't embraced the fashion. <sighs> okay. This time, it's Courtney once again. I'm sorry, Chloe. Didn't embrace the fashion. Okay. Courtney once again appearing with a blunk a blink one eighty two drummer celebrity in his own right, Travis Barker. He's a celebrity? It's her latest bow, yeah. Okay. He's wearing an Eaten Back to Life Cannibal Corpse t shirt. Yeah, okay. Okay. We're long since been bothered about such things ourselves. If even point one percent of Courtney's fan base becomes <laughs> Inspired to check out Cannibal Corpse and likes it. Mm-hmm. That'd be a huge win for metal. Yeah. Right? Yep. And who cares whether Courtney can name five songs or not? But the internet being the internet, all sorts of options are flying around about the matter. It is. Is it a plus for metal or a no, minus for metal? It's a plus for whoever's, whoever's 
you know, damn Mother Kardashians and all their followers and all the little girls, what was going on? Whoever follows and whoever follows the Kardashians, I don't care if it's women or so men. So what, you, what or you're saying girls, is little, you're saying 14-year-old girls with their little puffed up lips are going to buy Cannibal Corp shirts? No. They'll buy them because she's wearing them. But just go for Cannibal Corpse, I suppose, you know. But you know damn well they don't listen to Cannibal Corpse. You know damn well they don't listen to them. You don't know Bieber ain't jamming out the maiden, number the beast. It ain't happening. But I, it's He might a, be. He might be on cocaine all night. How do we know? I don't know. But all the followers, <laughs> what they got to do with number me, number the beast? I mean, all their followers of the Kardashians will do whatever the Kardashians do. They're going to replicate. That's what they're going to do. Right. It's a bunch of sheep following, you know. It, it, I, I, I don't know. I, I never watched any of the Kardashian stuff. I don't know who these people really are, which I know damn well they don't listen to Cannibal Corpse. I'm sorry. Absolutely not. You know, like I said, they might listen to Nelson. I don't know. Let's just say, though, <laughs> let's just say, for the sake of Cannibal Corpse, that, you know, Kim Kardashian wearing the Cannibal Corpse shirt brings up their sales in yeah, shirts. sure. And that's more money for metal. Sure. It's more right. money for Cannibal Corpse. I mean, let, let's just say for me, if she was wearing an Old Guys Talk Metal shirt, which you can get yeah. at oldguystalkmetal.com, by the way. Yep. It might be a big improvement in, in our money situation. Sure, it sure would, because uh, everybody idolizes these people. Will buy what they want, right? But do we want but it? It's, it's, but do it, we want it? Do we want it? I don't know. I mean, it's always been this way, though. Celebrities wear fashion. People go and buy the same thing over and over again, which is good for Cannibal Corpse, you know, because they're, they're not making the money like Megadeth or Metallica. Yeah, but if I was <laughs> Cannibal Corpse, I'd personally be offended. Maybe they are. Maybe, and I would be. Maybe I would George be. Corpse Grinder is mad. I'd take the money mad. Hey, would you? Yeah. You would take it, but you'd still be mad about it? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a catch-22, man. Right. If it were, if they sell a million more shirts for Cannibal Corpse, God bless them, you know what I'm saying? But, you know darn well, they probably they never listen to one Cannibal Corpse. Now, come on. They could never wait, name one. Like, like they're listening to, like they're listening to <laughs> Hammer Smash Face. You're not listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> Rectal bleeding. Or whatever You're not listening the band. to that. Yeah. Listening to the band again. Rectal yeah. Bleeding. Born dead or what heck it was. I yeah, don't know. Right? There's so many different names. <laughs> you know, damn well they're not listening to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're not listening. You know. They're not glistening. That's I don't sure. know, man. It, I've seen. We see it over the years. All these people just stepping out because they think it looks cool. Maybe they're trying to be hip. You know. Well, I, I think it was mostly with the Motorhead shirt, right? And same thing with the Post Malone thing, trying to be a metal, trying to get him a Slayer and 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 Ozzy and all these people. And God, Post Malone. Uh, same thing going on with that. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's a strange, weird, and wacky world we live in these days. Didn't happen back in the days when we were growing up. But you know, what are you gonna do? You would get a you would get a butt kicking. <laughs> you know. know what I'm saying? If Elton John was wearing an old guys talk metal shirt, I'd be totally happy. It'd be cool. You know what I mean? I'd be, I'd, I'd, I'd sure, because totally yeah. but yeah, we we grew up in Elton and Bowie and all these guys. But sure, if they're wearing like a Bowie shirt, different story. But whatever, let's let's move on because I already number got number five. I already got a migraine. <laughs> let's move on. Here, number five. Yes, absolutely. I, I I've collated this over the internet. Boy, this is a big one. Yeah. All right, let me see. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> let's okay. do it. Give me let's do it, man. Oh, here it is. Ready? Okay. All right. <clears throat> I am the diabolical. I've been working on this all week. Hey, by the way, thank you for listening to podcast once again. <laughs> old guys talk about us. Sometimes punk podcast. Right? 
Yeah, the diabolical yeah. himself is Sean Hart and me, Bobby V. Here we are. Trying to get through the top six uh, metal, <laughs> metallic issues, supposedly, of 2021. Stories of 2021. Let's roll on with number five. Ready? Yes. David Lee Roth. Oh, Diamond Dave, yes. Turned down Motley Crue's slot because I, I won't open for bands that influenced me. That's what he said. Motley Crue's slot for what? To open up for Motley Crue on their tour. He turned it down. He said, I won't open for bands that influence me. Let me read on. Okay. When Motley Crue's reunion co-headlining tour with Def Leppard, we know, you know how I feel about that. Oh, yeah, that, the stadium tour. Right, so, I, you know. Yep. Okay. Finally reaches stadiums sometime circa 2027 after being delayed six times due to COVID. It's variants. Mm-hmm. And people refusing to get vaccinated, wear masks, or wash their hands, or wipe their asses, or spit directly in the mouths of strangers. The trek will have multiple supportive acts, including Poison, mm. Joan Jett, and Ricky Ticky Taffy. <laughs> right? According to crew basis Nixie Six, right? Here it is. Yeah. Though the tour also could have all been included support from David Lee Roth. Except Roth passed. Why? The LA Times says Six said that Roth said, I don't want to open for bands that I influenced. That's true. I feel like I'm supposed to feel like Roth is a dick for having such a big ego, but I actually don't feel that way. I no, don't. and then Diamond Dave, is he's retired now anyway. Listen, Roth is correct. Yeah. He 125% influenced every glam band that came out after Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Including Vince Neil, Brett Michaels, mm-hmm. and Joe Elliott. Yeah. We have spilled blood to be his mini me. It might feel weird for him to now open for one of those bands the same way it feels weird for an elderly parent to rely on their offspring for care- caretaking. I actually kind of respect him for not taking the paycheck. The counter argument would be that Roth, who is famously not recognized, by a full room of young men listening to his music in 2019, could have used the visibility. Hmm. Yeah. He would have been pretty much guaranteed to come off looking great every night because this wouldn't have been his competition. Yeah. Then again, I don't think anyone under the age of 45 is going to this tour anyway. So wouldn't it wouldn't have helped David Lee Roth to get recognized by a group of millennials. Interestingly... Diamond Dave is also not opening for Kiss. Nope, he stepped down from that. He was previously scheduled to do so. This may or not be may, may or may not because Gene Simmons sees him as a bloated corpse. Yeah, he called him a bloated corpse. Right, Gene. Gene. He should, he's always talking smack, dude. I don't know why. Gene ain't no beauty. I know he's no beauty at David all. David Lee Roth, right now, if it was me, <laughs> I'd rather be. I mean, and I'm not that way, but I would. <laughs> rather be with him than Gene. I heard it. I felt that coming. I'm so, just saying, if it came down to it, I mean, you, come on. You, you, first of all, Diamond David Lee Roth doesn't need to get a paycheck from Motley Crue, okay? Diamond Dave's living off the Van Halen royalties. <laughs> what does he care yeah. about? He's he's done enough, man. Bands today, not just newer bands, are still to be influenced by Van Halen and right. David Lee Roth. Right. He doesn't have to do anything. Have you... I mean, he did the Vegas... Have you seen uh, Junior's grades? Yeah. I mean, I mean he's, done, he's done the Vegas, like, uh, 
thing for a while, and he's going to do a couple more shows probably before he officially retires. He'll go out with a bang. I mean, he talked about getting the Eatem and Smile band back together with Steve Vai, Billy Sheehan, you know? Sure. But I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I'd be great for an Eatem and Smile tour, you Whatever, know? man. Cool. Yeah. You know? Great. be fantastic, but yeah. he doesn't need to be opening for Def Leppard. Oh, hell no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, he doesn't. Or Poison or any no. of those guys, man. He doesn't need Wait, to do whoa. it. He's Diamond Dave. Every, whoa, whoa, put, put on the brakes. Yes, I got him on. Full force. Yeah, right? You're squeaky, but they're still on. They're on. Okay. Okay. There's number five. Okay. Let me work on this for a minute. Go through the paperwork. All right, the Diabolical. Ready? Yep. Number four. <laughs> Number four, if you're counting. Story for 2021 in There's metal. only six, so we're down four now. Okay. We're at number four. Hit me. Let me see what we got. Dude built a guitar out of his dead uncle's skeleton. Who? Have you heard about this? Yes, I have. <laughs> I saw the skeleton guitar. Everybody sent this to me, the story of the year when it first happened. People right. first realized or heard about it. It blew up my email. I'm saying my it's story DMs. Form. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. It's fantastic. Fucking awesome. Who is that, Varg? <laughs> it wasn't Varg. Hmm. <laughs> you want to read it? Go ahead. No, you read it. All right. Go ahead. This is... Prince Midnight has made a guitar out of his dead uncle's rendered skeleton. I wonder if he, he had it in his will to do that. His name is Prince or just, Midnight. <laughs> or he just took the skeleton without permission. You think the uncle said, okay, he can, when I'm dead, he can. Take my skeleton, make a guitar, dig me up from the grave, whatever you got to do. It's you know, fantastic. I'm, I'm, I'm super proud of this guy. Uh, yeah, but it was a consensual, you think, from the uncle? Who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. The guy's dead. Yeah, but once you you're dead, you, you just can't. You think you're going to come back from the dead and be like, oh, don't make a guitar out of my skull? I don't no. know, man. You just you can't, you're desecrate dead, it's the, over. can't desecrate the dead like that, man. I mean, you just get, I'm sure it probably wasn't Will. I don't think anyone in his family would let him dig him up. I'm an existentialist. <laughs> My theory is that you're dead. It's over. All right, whatever this guy's name is. What's his name? Is? Prince, Prince Midnight. Midnight. <laughs> Let's continue on with Prince Midnight. All right. You read that correctly. But if your mind is spinning, I'll lay it out plainly for you. Prince attached a guitar neck, pickups, volume knobs, a jack, strings, and electronics to an entire skeleton that used to host his uncle's mortal being. Nice. Yeah? wonder if his uncle was a metalhead. Maybe this should be the number one story. I don't know. Hope his uncle was a metalhead at least. And he made a functioning guitar out of it. <laughs> well, well <laughs> going that distance better work. All to pay tribute to his uncle, the man responsible for his love of, uh, his love of heavy metal. Oh. So his uncle did love heavy metal. That's Prince cool. isn't some kind of morbid skeleton fetishist. At least as far as we know. Mm-hmm. But rather sought to come up with a practical solution on what to do with his uncle's remains. It's getting more interesting every minute. It is. <laughs> it's very Vincent Pricey. Fantastic. <laughs> in Price's native Greece, where he's from, we have a lot of fans in Greece, by the way. Sure. The country's orthodox religion frowns upon cremation. Yep. So his uncle Sleep's bones have been around for over two decades. So before Prince decided whoa. to pay tribute to the man <laughs> what they who keep- taught him about the dark arts in the most metal way possible. This explains everything. Yeah, this is this is getting the deep. dark arts explains it all. It's right like, yeah. in Greece, by the way. Yeah, where the dark arts so, well, they started. Had the skeleton sitting in a corner for two decades. 
I don't know what's going on. It's going to be fine. Trust me. <sighs> For example, essay writer New York City considers this case as a great source of investigation for students who study religions, customs, and traditions. Mm. It could be a topic for hours-long debates and discussions. It is right now. Old Philip's bones got quite a workout between then and now. <laughs> Philip, who died way too young in a car accident, had requested his skeleton to be donated to a local college where it would be medical, medically prepared and rendered. Fulfilling a, a, a workmanlike role in educating students for over 20 years. In addition to asking as a science stand, this man brought a lot of benefits to the medical college of students, which can be compared to the benefits of a professional writing service for students in writing medical dissertations or just scientific works. But at a certain point, the school no longer had a value for Philip, so it ended up in a giant wooden box. Mm. His family refused to cremate him, but Philip didn't want to continue paying costly rent for the cemetery space, so he took matters into his own hands, filling, refilling, and filling again the gauntlet of paperwork with the Greek government to repatriate Philip's remains. Philip tells us this is quite a complicated process, right? Here he goes. Philip relays to old guys talk metal what happened next. So I got a box of bones from Greece. I didn't know what to do with it at first. Bury them, cremate them, put them in the attic. All seemed like poor ways to memorialize someone who got me into heavy metal. Mm -hmm. This is brilliant, right? It is. He thought a lot about it before he okay. did it, you know? So, yeah. So I decided to turn poor Uncle Philip into a guitar, which proved to be challenging. I did a lot of research. No one has ever made a guitar out of skeleton. So I did it. I started out consulting with two guys, Dean's Guitars and a wood shop in Tampa, but they got cold feet. Yeah, who wants to mess around with somebody's and spine? They backed out. All about the spine, the guitar neck. Anyways, now Uncle <laughs> Philip can be shared for all eternity. That's who, how he would have wanted it. I'm super proud of the project. I see it serves to honor him, his life, and his influence on me. Rest in peace, Uncle Philip. You've unwittingly inspired a new generation of shredders to pay tribute to their elders yep. in the most metal way possible. There you go. Come on, man. So that's really a, you know, a snub. You know, you're dead for decades at the medical school. And they realize... They don't want you anymore. You're unwanted by the medical school, even though you're a perfectly good skeleton. So then they throw you We're into done with the skeleton. So then they throw you in the box, let you sit there and smolder. Gotta go through mounds of paperwork, like like dealing with the IRS here in the U.S. And you finally get what you want. And you think you know what? This guy's got a nice spine. Listen, Dark Lords, metalheads, <laughs> just Google. Yeah, heavy metal guitar made of yeah, man's skeleton. Yeah, and you can see, see a picture of it. And uh, shout out to the dark arts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> On this holiest of days. <laughs> this holiest of days. Oh, my goodness. So, man, that's number four on the charts. It's number four. Whew, I got been, more. Dude, number, there's more. Could have been number me. one. We, we have to continue on to number three. Tres, as it say, on this wonderful <laughs> podcast of all things weird and wonderful in 2021 in the world of heavy metal. So give it to me, man. Let's see what you got for number three. Sure. Yeah, let's, yeah. Keep going. Sure you want to hear it? We got three more. I'm right. into the long haul. Let's okay. do this. Are right, you ready? Yeah. 
Romstein frontman Till Linderman assessed in, uh, arrested in Russia. Till? Till. Doesn't Linder- surprise me. Till Linderman. Okay, it's not surprising so far. Here it is. What is he up to in Russia? This occurred in August. Okay. Another new report at uh, DeutscheVelik.com indicates Linderman was only questioned at his hotel by police and not warned to participate in the festival, but that he was not arrested. I don't know. Yes or no. Whatever. Here it okay. is. A new report by the BBC indicates that um, the festival's organizer believes that the Russian government's objections to the concerts were political in nature due to his association with the Rodina party. What I'm trying to say here, I'm just going to block this back before I read through this okay. text. Um, a, a number of the members in Romstein's band are LGBTQ. Yeah, well, we know that. Come on. And there's been rules and laws in Russia. So they basically busted them on this trumped-up charge. That's why I put it at number three in our in our thing. Okay. So um, he may not have gone to jail, but he was arrested in Russia and questioned. Okay. And uh, it appears that the planned concert did not take place, although the next weekend's show in Moscow of, at, uh, did not show that he had a proof of a negative COVID-19 test. So they just they just threw the COVID-19 thing on him, right? Okay. All right. Uh, it turns out that actually it is not clear whether he will be allowed to perform in Moscow again. Mm. Right? Yeah. Deutsche Welle, which means German world, reports that he stands accused of illegal NFT sale in Russia. They just threw a bunch of stuff at him. An unfungible tonket, token, yeah. right? Token, yeah. Unfungible right. token, yeah. Right, okay. How could he, they be illegal in Russia? I don't know. I don't know. He recently ah. recorded a music video at the Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg with permission, but is now including uh, exclusive copies of that for $100,000 each. Really? Well, it's in St. Petersburg, whatever. Anyway, here it is. This is not the first time that Romstein have courted controversy in Russia. Romstein's guitarist, Phil Landers, and Richard Kerps kissed on stage. You've always done that. In 2019, in protest of their of the Russia's anti-LGBTQ laws. Russia's gay propaganda law, which was passed and enacted in 2013, the law makes it illegal to present any non-traditional, i.e. heterosexual, uh, did I say that right? Sexual act is normal, yep. alleging in the name of protecting children. Mm. As recently as April of this year, Andrew Brokiev, a Russian Romstein fan, was sentenced to two and a half years in prison for sharing the band's pussy video on social media. Yeah, Russia has these strict laws about all that stuff. I want to, want to, I want to say one more thing about Russia. Okay. My darling Tati. What about her? She's not Russian. She's Ukrainian. Yeah, what about her? <laughs> I say we stand up our full army to protect Tati <laughs> well, against Russia. Considering they pretty much aggression. Considering much y'all live in San Diego or Los Angeles now, <laughs> I think they're pretty far away from the front. I'll do anything to protect Tati. Uh, I think they're pretty far away from the front now. So they're they're safe. Um, man, I, yeah, I don't, you know, Russia's Russia, man. What are you going to say? It's always been that way. We just did the Moscow Peace Festival show. We did, and, you know, that was very highly regulated, too, for what it was. 
Um, All I'm saying is that it's kind of exciting. I think it's number. I think it's number three. Rammstein being imprisoned it's, it's in Russia, not allowed to do a show in Russia. Rammstein is always There's 600 million people living in Russia. Yep, and you know they're Rammstein fans. Sure. Right. Sure. Gay or not. I support them all. I, I want I want Rammstein to There's play in every country. There's tons and tons of metalheads in Russia. Yes, okay? sir. Yeah, but Rammstein always a uh, Rammstein, if you want to call it, is always followed by controversy. No matter where they go, so it's nothing new for them. They take it in stride. They're selling videos for hundred thousand dollars. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> God bless them, man. They make enough money, this. And hey, let's roll on to number two. Okay, number we two. We love Rammstein on the show. We'll roll on. Though. I'm sorry, man. I'm trying here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Here we go. <laughs> I know you're here. Number two. Yeah. You yeah. ready? Yep. I can't wait to get to number one. <sighs> let's, get, let's see what I want to do number one now, but I'm going to wait. Let's see what number two is all about. I'm so excited. All right. Number two. Yep. This is the uh, top metal stories, metal and punk stories oh, for punk? 2021. Oh, punk's in there now. Yeah. I didn't know well, it was. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. All right. The Nevermind Baby. Mm-hmm. Has a lawsuit against Nirvana. I heard about this. A little okay. baby swimming in the pool, chasing a dollar bill. Sp- Spencer Eldon. Whatever the heck it is. That's his name. Yep. <laughs> 30 year old man who was uh, a four-month-old baby on the cover of Nirvana's Nevermind has, been amend- has amended his lawsuit against the band, claiming, amongst other things, that he was also photographed as a mini version of Playboy's founder Hugh Hefner. What? Yeah. Apparently they dressed him as a little after the after he was naked in the pool, yeah. they dressed him up like Hugh Hefner, a mini version, like Mini Me, and took photos of him to exploit him further. <laughs> Whoa, okay. It gets deeper. All right. All right. <laughs> That's why I'm following the story. Thirty years later, okay. I would normally sure, follow sure. a story like this. Sure. All right. The suit filed in August claims that Neither Eldon nor his legal guardians consented to the photo. The band failed to make good on a promise to cover his penis with a sticker. That he's been sexually exploited. And that he has suffered lifelong damages as a result of the image. He's seeking 150000 at minimum from each of the defendants named in the suit, which would total $2,500,000. Oh, man. <laughs> I would, I would probably think about this, too, if I was the naked baby on the cover. Do you think he's going to win this lawsuit? I mean, seriously, really? I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Eldon is seeking legal fees and an injunction, which would prevent his penis from appearing on all future pressings of the album's cover. I mean, it wasn't a terrible penis for a four-month-old. I don't know anything about that, man. <laughs> but, I mean, it is kind of weird. I thought it was kind of weird cover but whatever you know I, he's a baby he's a baby and yeah i just 30 years later he's trying to come back and say you know sexual i mean i guess there's a i don't know man i mean it's not one of my favorite covers in the world but i mean what does this guy do for a living do we know this guy does for a living <laughs> or, he, or is he just living off the government i don't know what he's doing right no now idea. that's why that's why he needs money i don't know all of a sudden 30 years later you want to talk about it <laughs> all right Everybody's too happy these days. There's a sub everybody quote. for sub anything. Quote. Sub quote. Yeah, go ahead. This is why it's number two. Um, although Eldon's opportunity to stop the photo from gracing the packaging of the 30th anniversary super duper extra deluxe deluxe reissue has passed. It was released on November 12th, by the way. Okay. 
Rolling Stone reports that an amended version of the lawsuit was filed in Los Angeles Federal Court on Monday. This updated iteration of the complaint drops the former Nirvana Chad Channing, the drummer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who left the band in 1990, a year before Nevermind's release. Warner Music and Heather Perry and Guy Siri, former manager, managers of Cobain's estate, as defendants. More importantly, it also presents additional allegations and context intended to prove that the band always intended the image to be sexual in nature. Mm. This context in, uh, includes excerpts from the personal journals of late Nirvana frontman Kurt Cobain, which were posthumously published in Riverhead Books in, ni- in 2020. I didn't personally print this or read it. Yep. Uh, as an editorial discretion of the old guys talk metal and sometimes punk. Yeah. Because it was Kurt Cobain's writings about that cover were more than even I could take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I'll, I'll go on from that. But I, okay. I, I'm just going to edit it out because okay. I read it. And I can't, I can't, edit I can't deal with it. Yeah. Kurt was it's it's, it's yeah. quite weird. Yeah, I bet it was. Yeah, I left it out. People want to know you can look it up on the internet. Just know that I can say Satan, Jesus, everything yeah. okay. on this show. Yep. And I won't say this. Okay. That means continue, a lot. Continue on, sir. Okay. All right. The new version of the lawsuit further claims that photographer Kurt Weedle provoked Spencer's gag reflex before throwing him underwater in poses highlighting and emphasizing Spencer's exposed genitals mm. with the express intent of triggering, triggering a visceral sexual response from the viewer. Mm. Furthermore, it alleges that Weedle soon after produced photographs of Spencer dressed up and, and depicted as Hugh Hefner, as an exhibitionist founder of Playboy. Hefner is, of course, naturally associated with sex and sensationalism of sex, as a matter of course, right? And also, like, very nice robes and leisure suits. In 2007, Eldon claimed his parents, Renata and Rick Eldon, were paid $200 for the photo. Still, he has in the past embraced his role in rock history, getting Nevermind tattooed across his chest and participating in a recreation of the album cover in a photo shoot in 2016. Naked? Yeah. Then what's he complaining about? I don't understand what's going on. You know, you know we solve this problem right now? I'm going to tell you we solve this. <laughs> Let's do it, Bob. You have the Nevermind Baby. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> you have the Nevermind Baby. Fight the baby from Van Halen in 1984. We smoke a cigarette right, with this, with and have him go at it. Yeah. <laughs> that's let's, how see, we, let's see the babies and a great white how, shark fight the tank. That's see. Yes. <laughs> I'm putting my money in the Van Halen baby. Okay? Yeah. See, so smoking cigarettes. Of course, you know that. Yeah. But it's Diamond Dave's baby, so you yeah, know he's I much more know. hardcore. It's not even proven it's Diamond Dave's baby. There's no proof of that. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying. I, I, I definitely, if I was like... If I was voting on chickens fighting and yeah. a little thing, you know, I'd vote on Diamond Dave's chicken. Yeah, so what's going to happen? The Van Halen baby's going to sue for her voting his lungs 35 years later? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Why did this even happen? I don't know. Because people need money. People are sue happy these days. Sue for anything. Any kind of money they could possibly get. Even hush money, they'll sue you for. They'll get some kind of money out of it. So as a six-month-old six month baby, you're saying you're being exploited with your wilted penis. That's but 30 years later, really- you promote it and make your money off it. In 2016, he's naked again. Yeah, by doing a photo shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a bunch of BS. Whatever, man. It's not my favorite cover. I know it's iconic, so, but I don't, you know, I, I don't, I didn't think it was that great. I don't know what was trying to go on. I, I prefer that Bleach cover better from the Bleach album. Sure. 
But whatever, man. I mean, so that's my number two story for no, 2021. It's, it's, no, <laughs> it's the number one story. That's number two. Oh, well, I mean, all I know is everybody's too happy. Let's move on. All right, ready? Yes. Number one. Number one. Number one. This involves Nirvana once more. Yeah, here we go again. You're gonna love this. Courtney loving it. Nope. Right. You're gonna love this more. Go ahead. All right. Number one story in heavy metal and punk in 2021, according to old guys talk metal and sometimes punk. Here it is. Eighth grader suspended for thinking Nirvana is a clothing brand. <laughs> suspended? Yeah. Why? School dress code update. Students cannot wear clothing with the name of any musician or band unless the student can name at least three of their songs. Yeah. That's good. I like that rule. Right? Yeah. I'd say 10 songs, but hey. The eighth but. grader who said, I thought Nirvana was a clothing brand last week was in spe- was suspended indefinitely. We have a naked baby on something? No. He was suspended indefinitely. Oh. Right? Where was this at? We recognize this incident has proven upsetting for some members of the Gen X community. We will be gathering to heal together. We are all welcome to bring a flannel t-shirt, Doc Martens, and a yellow disc man with a minimum of 30 seconds skip protection and all around diminutive demeanor. So, so we suspended for how long? Two years, whatever it was. I hope he's kicked out of school forever, personally. Who could not name a couple Nirvana songs? It's pretty much common knowledge. It brings me back to the whole point of number six. Courtney Kardashian wears Cannibal Corpse long sleeve shirt. Right? That's why this story is number one. It comes down to this, people. Eighth so- grader suspended for thinking Nirvana is a clothing brand. Come on, people. Yeah, but it comes down to this, people. Yeah. Do not wear a band t-shirt you do not listen to. It makes you look really stupid. Motorhead. It looks dumb. But don't wear a Meredith. Don't wear Maiden shirts. Don't wear Cannibal Corp shirts. Don't, don't do it, man. If you listen to uh, Justin Bieber, wear your Bieb shirt. You know, I don't, I don't care what you wear, but if you don't listen to these bands, don't put the shirt on, okay? They, I'm sure, pretty sure they'd rather you not have them on. It's kind of embarrassing to the bands. I mean, it creates controversy and maybe breeds cash. Yep. But stop wearing bands, T-shirts of bands you don't never listen to because it makes you look dumb. Then he gets suspended for it. No, you Maybe actually you, you actually least, are dumb. The dude probably couldn't name one Nirvana song. Come on. Which is pretty pathetic. Right. I mean, come on. Where were you at in the 90s? I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was born late in the 90s. I don't know what this kid's doing. <laughs> Number one, eighth grader suspended for thinking Nirvana is a clothing brand. Thank God in heaven. Good. That's kick him, kick say. him out and send him to Russia. <laughs> So, you uh, can go hang out with Ramstein. You can go with Ramstein with Till Lindemann. Okay. And that's it, people. That's all we got. And you know what it was sad about this year? I'm going to make some final footnote to this Please year. Please do. This is the final, this is the first year ever. <laughs> there was no heavy metal or hard rock album in the top 200 of Billboard at the end of the year. Really? None. That's pretty pathetic, dude. So, you're saying COVID's been hard on This metal. is the way, no. This is the way the world is going now. <laughs> You're saying it's going soft? People people back in the day would pay seven bucks or whatever. I mean, Dude. they're crying about playing uh, a 30, 40 bucks to see a show like Ginger, Arch Enemy, or any of these bands out yeah. there this year. Come on. They're complaining about that. You have to spend $2,000 to 
to see some guy with a laptop sitting at a desk. You got a point there. It's ridiculous. Yeah. This, is, this is the way the world is. And the, the sad state of music nowadays. I hate to say that. But thank you for listening to the podcast and to the radio show. <laughs> and the old guys who talk metal sometimes punk. The year in review. appreciate you. Yeah. So, you know, feel free to hit us up with other stories. We might, we might do another podcast. You know, oldguystalkmetal.gmail.com. Yep. And until then, go to oldguystalkmetal.com for all things heavy metal, hard rock, and punk. Everything. So thank you once again for listening. There you go, the top six 2021 uh, issues stories in metal. Of, stories, yeah. stories and issues in metal. I, I stories think. Of- <laughs> <coughs> I've already got a migraine from the first one. It's rough. And sorry to all you people that support the Kardashians. We feel sorry for you. Sure. So anyway, thank, <laughs> thank you once again for listening. We're going to say goodbye until next time. Buenos Aires. Until the next podcast. <laughs> we'll see you later. Until then, always stay heavy and turn it up loud and don't you ever turn it down. Sayonara.